Is your Ontario real estate wealth risk at its highest levels that it's ever been? It's quite possible this is the case. Paul here, realestatepodcastshow.com. Some of you are regular subscribers to myneighborhoodnews.com, which is the leading resource to find out what is going on in your community and to be able to monitor all the changes happening in real time. The most important thing I can tell you, having studied past real estate recessions, including the most recent significant one, which lasted from 1990 to about 2002, so the 12 year recession, some of the signals were there in 89 and many of you from those times that I've spoken to had a feeling that it was the right time to sell. Things were just going up and up from the, uh, I believe 85 to about 89 and just going up and up. And that was just a small period of time. If you were to look at the Toronto sold stats from 2000 to 2021, you will see pretty much a nonstop uprise in that whole 21 year cycle. Only in 2022 have things started to level off and in many areas drop because of the fact that things had gone up artificially. And by artificially, I mean as of the beginning of the pandemic, when no one could go anywhere, it was uh, basically real estate where everybody decided to jump in 150%. So my challenge to you, my question for you is how important is having access to your real estate wealth for the next decade? Are you in a position to be able to weather the storm? And I don't just mean property value possibly dropping. I also mean interest rates going up. And this is not me being the doom and gloom person. This is me doing research and speaking to the brightest minds in mortgages, not just here, because that would be limited, including in the US, making sure that I'm in contact with the best of the best. And some of those people at the top of the food chain have suggested that rates could possibly go up to double digits. I wouldn't trust anyone telling you that they couldn't. If someone gives you a certain answer, those are the ones that you have to be very weary about. So I use the analogy of surfing and I've only been surfing once. I'm not an expert by any means, but I am a student of it and I was a big fan of it. I, um, I managed to go to Hawaii 
just after high school with a friend of mine. It was a dream and we backpacked all over the place. We had a great time and I spent one day learning to surf and it wasn't very, you know, didn't turn out very good at all. Um, and being trapped under a, a wave was very humbling. But I did learn from the guys who were there about how they would determine a big wave coming in. And the ones I spoke to then, and it could be different now, but the ones I spoke to then said that the only way you can really feel a big wave coming is you have to be already out in the water. You already have to paddle out there and you have to literally be just sitting on your board, feet in the water, and you'll just feel a certain pattern happening. And I think the same exact theory applies to real estate and determining what's happening in the market. If your feet are not in the water, if you're not actually paying attention to what's going on in your area, and I'm not talking about cross Canada. Uh, I've had these conversations with many other realtors. It doesn't matter what's happening in Vancouver, Montreal, or Ottawa. When you live in the middle of Toronto, if you live on the Danforth, it doesn't matter what's going on in Etobicoke. If you live in Scarborough, it doesn't matter what's happening in Richmond Hill. What matters is what's happening in your postal code. That's it. Guys, if I could speak to you directly, which uh, this podcast is as close as I can get until you reach out to me and all of you that do, I appreciate hearing from you. And I, I spend most days connecting with you individually because for me, this is simply a platform to spread a message, but the communication, um, any significant communication has to be one-on-one. -on -one. So you can message me, you can email me, and I always put my email out there for you, paul.indrigo at c21.ca. Uh, to me, that's the most um, convenient first way of connecting. And then of course we can, you know, get into more specific discussions. So bottom line, I want you to know where you stand and you might not have any plans on moving, but if your home, if your house, and I use those two words separately, if you bought your house as an investment and you're relying on that money in the next five to 10 years, It might be advisable to jump off at this level where your property might still be, it might still be near peak, or you risk this, the, the, the possibility of having to get out of your property in a few years and possibly get rid of all that equity that you've earned okay and it's not like you did anything to earn it and that's that's sort of that's part of understanding how investments work you have no control over what a stock does you have no control over what your real estate values have done all you can do is if you feel like you're at the place where that house is appreciated the most it might not be a bad idea to step off the elevator for now 
come up with another living situation for a bit. And the best part about this in-between phase is you can then use that money. And I'll just use the figure of a million dollars just because it's an easy one to discuss. You can invest that million dollars in something as safe as a GIC and be looking at a passive income of about forty to fifty thousand dollars a year. So your interest, and, and it could go up, if interest rates keep going up, so will your return on that. So it's not exactly the way maybe you think. There's, there's a lot of levels to all this. So if it's time for you to cash out and possibly jump back in in a few years if you're interested in doing that, you might even be able to go from selling your property today at X price and purchasing that property or a similar one. I can't promise you your property will be available in three or four years. It might not happen. But you might have a similar property to yours at a very, very discounted price if history repeats. This is not a promise. This is not a guarantee of any kind. So helping you understand what to do in the meantime, you'll be doing very well even if you don't jump back in. And even if prices do happen to stay the same or go up, you'll have been earning interest on that money during that time. So my point of these programs is to make sure that you're in a win-win situation on either side. But most importantly, as your money is growing in, in for example, just I'm just using GIC because that's a very safe investment and you should speak to your financial people about this, your accountants, your lawyers, etc. But the good news is your principal is protected. So you're not affecting the principal amount. So it's still there. That million is still there and it's growing. And of course, as you might understand, compound interest really makes it grow quickly. So if you want to talk to me anywhere across Ontario, Toronto GTA is where I personally handle, but because of the way my business is set up, I've got contacts all over Ontario, all over the country that are handling sales for me right now. I'm actually handling sales from Vancouver to Nova Scotia as we speak. I've got properties that clients of mine own that I'm working with with local realtors and helping them sell their properties because they've also been looking at their myneighborhoodnews.com real-time stats and they've seen some numbers that were troubling to them. So most important thing you can do today is head over there to myneighborhoodnews.com, sign up for your postal code specific report and monitor what's going on in your area. And you can change that postal code 20 times a day if you want to. If you want to check out other areas, if you've got multiple properties, or if you want to be 
checking in on a family member and finding out how their property is doing. A lot of you are doing that as well. You're letting me know that you're checking in on properties because your relatives, your aunts and uncles, grandparents, they just don't do that. And this could be their life savings in a, in a lot of cases that is on the line. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. If there's anything that you need from me, as always, paul.indrigo at c21.ca or all as always, realestatepodcastshow.com.